Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Socially distant funeral, which... Uh, How does that work? Oh, it's real fun is what it is. It's just, you know, everybody has masks on, but it's it's 5,000 degrees down there. So to put a mask on, it, it's like putting your head in a mattress and walking into an oven. It was yeah, just rough. And so the, the ceremony was outside at this, because he got a, a military burial, which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So they had it outdoors at Cape Canaveral, and it was, like, pristine. It looked like Arlington National Cemetery. So it was, like, the most chill thing. So everything was outside, which – and there was, like – it was undercover for the first part of it. And then when they put the ashes into – what is it called? Like a columbarium. That Mm -hmm. part was not covered by anything, and my feet fused to the ground – it was so hot, it just like clung on. But there were old people there. Mm. And they had those prayer cards. Remember prayer cards? What do you mean by prayer cards? Like where it has a picture of the person who died with the dates on it and maybe has some sort of words on the back of it. It's like it's like having a business card. Like a baseball card. I- exactly. That's what I said, Patty. These old people <laughs> were grabbing these things like they were Pete Rose's rookie card. And you just know they're back there trading them off, being like, I'll give you um, a Pat Francis and a Joan Abagnero for a Peter Rosenbaum. Because that's you know, his rookie but, year. But you know, it's the, best, the best card, the all-star card, is the laminated prayer card. Because you get one of those, and they're like, well, I can do anything with this thing. Well, because then they know they're going to keep it in a wallet, you know? Yeah. Also, with the lamination, can you can you mark it up? You can make your own notes on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you what do you wipe need to it off. It. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't know what these people are using them for. Prayer cards are this mm-hmm. last, that's like the boomer generation is going to be the last one that trades prayer cards with each other. Do you get a or stick of gum? I know. We already know we're going to get cremated. You're going to get blown into a crowd, and um, I'm going to be put into wine. And how are you? How has your week been? I'm so tired. It's so hot. I'm so tired. I don't know if I have if I was in the sun too long yesterday. Yes. But I'm like, I don't feel great. Let but. me tell you what. The sun can do some crap to you. It drains you. And this weather... This is, this is what I like to call Johnny Depp weather, hot but gross. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like, you know, it's like walking into dog's breath when you go outside. You shouldn't be able to chew the air. It's not healthy. Other than that, when am I ever going to physically see you again? When will I be able to hold you, girl? Did you hear that um, therapy's closing? Or it's closed? The bar. No. Yeah, I worked so there for five and memories. a half years. Oh my God, therapy school. I um, got dressed in drag as Liza Minnelli in their freezer. Well, I'm sure that's the most sanitary thing that's happened in that freezer. 
for sure. Oh, that's a bummer. Jesus. It's that, that, and I think Barrage is closing. So the saloon, Barrage, Therapy, I'm sure there's going to be more. Oh, God. The gay yeah. bar scene. What's going on? It's rent. Well, it is rent because they're not, um, people aren't lowering the rent. People think that, you know, people are, you know, like the government's helping, but they're not. And that landlords will lower the rent and they're not. We have 20 vacancies in our building because they won't lower the rent. <gasps> Why? 20. Stupid. Let it be, let it be empty then. I mean, not great. Oh, my God. Well, everybody's skipping town and then coming back. They're like, we'll come back when everything's back up and online again. No, I think once people leave and they realize, they're like, oh, wow. Wow, I'm I'm nice. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I know. We can't. They're like, what is, what is this in the mirror? Oh, honey, that's called a smile. Oh, no. Whoa. No. Weird. Wait, I don't have to sleep inside somebody anymore? No. What is that? Smell fresh air. No. No. What's this I feel under my feet? Grass. Not turd? Mm. No. I feel like it was the first time I walked in the kitchen didn't want to rape your mom. It must be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've gotten the New York out of me. I'm terrified that people are going to go away and find happiness. It's already started. You know. It absolutely has. Yeah, a friend of mine all of a sudden was like, hey, I live in Atlanta now. I'm like, what? Just said it I out would of not the blue. Want no, I don't. That's I don't not know. a place. I, I'm not a Southerner. That's the that's what I've really learned, is that I don't have the tempo of a Southerner. I'm not relaxed. I'm way too high strung. We have got to get back online. We got to get that. What, what's in phase five? Spitting, screaming, catcalling, harassing, mariachi bands. Well, Mariachi bands will come online before uh, stand-up does. (laughs) Well, it seems like everything's back online. Oh, it's back up and running again, baby. I haven't been in the city in a while. You don't need to. Would you You leave the city if you you weren't tethered to something? Would you move somewhere right now? I don't know. No. Where the hell would you go? (laughs) Like, every place that you want to go is now where we were two months ago. Oh, shit. It's like, oh, my God, oh, I just met this great person. Oh, they died? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because of, yeah, they got COVID from 15 people that were at a sex party last night. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. They're still having those Sad. parties? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really looked me in the eye for that one. There's something creepy <laughs> when you're Zooming with somebody and they actually make eye contact with you. It means they're making a point to look right at that little camera. Right there, like right now, I'm looking at it. I can't see you, but I'm making eye contact with you. Don't point your stuff at me. Wipe it out. Come on. That's it. It's been a hell of a day here at the ranch. So I'm just going to dive in and say, Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Savage Steve Holland. Who? Savage Steve Holland, he directed, like, every movie in the 80s. Better Off oh. Dead, one of them. That's, oh, okay. Do you want me to pick okay. somebody else? No, 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 I didn't. And I'm Perry Gilpin from <laughs> Frasier. <laughs> I like her. She's under.
you're appreciated. <laughs> and we're coming to you from both. The downtown Swingin' Hell's Kitchen. Is it swinging? And the Maha'a no. Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? <laughs> The next cartoon for today is My Panic Attack. Hooray! <laughs> what a scene it is. I look like a Muppet. Um, well, that no, was a no, nice no. little Mouseketeer thing. I, Does that make you feel good? It, it Does that did. make you feel for good? For some reason. Now, I've never been a big Disney person. Like, when I was a kid, yeah. But I've never been, like, in my adult years. Maybe it's because I'm dead inside. Big into like, I gotta get to Disney. I gotta do Disney, Disney. But since this this experience, this coronavirus has happened, <laughs> I feel like it's so comforting to watch Disney stuff. We got Disney Plus, and and uh-huh. to watch like classic Disney movies, you know, like the original Snow White, Cinderella, and I do think that uh, since I was a kid, I connect with the villains. Well, that's because they're, they're the best lines. And the best outfits. And they're the thinnest. And they're just doing their job. <laughs> Listen, if some bitch doesn't want to do her job, she's gonna this is the manager. This is this is the this is the manager that you don't want to encounter. This is the like, this, this is the this, evil Karen. Right. It's like, hi, can I speak to your manager? And the manager shows up and it's like Snow White stepmom. It's like, yeah, bitch. I'm the manager. Maleficent comes out. Do you have anything you want to say to me? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you said thinner except for Ursula. Right. Still, well, I that's connect not really... with her. Right. Well, so does Harvey Firestein, but I think it's for obvious reasons. Same voice. It's just a step to the left. Right. <laughs> I did it's just a, a different finale gown. I saw a guy on the Upper West Side dressed up as Jafar one day. He didn't mean to be dressed up as Jafar. I think he was coming from some sort of event, but he looked like mm-hmm. Jafar. And I was like, that's amazing. I'd be a really good Jafar. I give good height. But really, I can't it, even imagine. That's a lot of fabric for right now for 98 degrees weather. Isn't it disgusting? Don't you just want to? I mean, for me, and I'm a never nude. This this weather makes you real comfortable with your body real fast. Like everything I've hated about myself is on display. I hate the back of my legs. I feel like I have cellulite, but I'm like, oh, who cares, girl? I'm going to put a thong on. Even shorts are too much for my body. Get comfortable with your shit. Oh, God, no. Yes. No. Yeah. But yes, that made me that brought me back to my Disney days. So, um, speaking of vacationing and things, this week's theme is sunburns, suntans, things that always happen to me. They don't have to be on vacation to get a sunburn. I just have to walk out my front door and let the sun hit my lily white, disgusting sea monkey skin. Correct, correct. Whereas I will turn brown. Oh, bragger. Within about ten minutes. Sorry. Sorry. Half of us 
story. Half of us burn and the other half do not. That's my family. And for every person who doesn't burn, I burn on behalf of them. Sure. It's rough. Just turn into ash. But I like burning because um, I like when you get just enough of a burn that doesn't put you in the hospital. And then uh-huh. it turns into a peel days later. I like the act of the, the good sunburn skin peel. Mm. Como? What? You know when what you get is, a sunburn what? and your, your skin peels? You get that yeah, like I don't peel. Think, who, likes, who likes that? Everybody snakes, in my family. Snakes like that. Are you ready for something disgusting? <laughs> You're not ready for this. Because my father has even lilier white. Lilier whiter? One of his lilius white? His lilius white skin. <laughs> and he would get like second degree sunburns. And when they would peel, uh, we'd all, all the kids would gather around. Uh, me and my brother would peel his back. It was like a big old back peeling party. Isn't that the most disgusting? I'm sorry. I had to say Ugh. it. And my mother would call us. She'd, she'd get the uh, the triangle out, and she'd hit it and say, Gather around, children, for I have peeled. And then we would come from afar, and we'd sit on father and peel him. Lo, every July. That was how we spent our time in the Maguire household. That sounds great. Me and my father. And it's just, we, just, we're not sun people like that. So when we do, you got to make the most out of your bad situation. So then do you just like, like bring out the pet egg and then go, go to town on, on the feet and then just put it on some salad or something? Ew, stop. No. Feet are disgusting. That part. Sure. My father wore socks to the beach all the time. Socks and Why? shoes. Uh, again, we're not beach people, and he didn't like the act of putting his feet in the sand, so he would wear full knee socks. You know, this is the 80s, and, and sneakers. And then we went to a specific beach, and my, and my uncle says to him, let's go take a walk down the beach. And my father was like, all right. He sounds like Yogi Bear. And he, they went to go for a walk, and my uncle said, I'm not walking with you if you're wearing those shoes and socks. You have to take them off. So uh, my father did it, and he walked barefoot down the sand and got a first degree burn on his feet. Purple, huge, couldn't walk for a week. Uh, Thank you for sharing. That's what I like to say. But I don't know if I'm grateful or as grateful as I should be for that sharing. I'm just giving you some insight into what it is to be Irish, English, Austrian and French Canadian. Okay. 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 You don't okay. get a burn at all. You've never burned in your life. I mean, the fact that you said you're zapped from the sun right now. So, one time, I may have told the story already, but um, when I was working in advertising, we had to go into um, this retreat in Miami, and I've never been to Miami. And we got there and it was horribly overcast and like some of us were at the beach and just laying out and like, well, this kind of sucks. Cause it's, you know, just one of the tan. And this one girl's like, she's like, well, it's Miami. So, you know, it may be overcast, but the sun's still hitting me. I'm like, uh-huh. I was out there for four hours. It was like, it's not hitting me. Um, I get ready and dressed to go to, to dinner that night. And I have gone from this piece of paper this white piece of paper to a tomato. I was 
I, everything I, everything I put on was like just covered in knives and like sharp staples. And I showed up to, and I, so by the, I showed up at dinner, they're like, are you okay? And I'm just, you know, when you're so burned that you're sweating because uh-huh, uh-huh. you're, they're like, it's really cold in here. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I thought I had like ma- malaria. I was so burnt that I could not cool myself down. Yeah. You're like a George yeah. Foreman grill. If they put an egg on you, it would fry. Correct. And Correct. you're letting off the heat. Yes. Couldn't my pants. And of course my pants were too tight. So like everything was just like my, sh- my shirt was too tight. My pants are too tight. I'm just like, you know, it's like, it's like when you, it's like when you're heating up a burrito in a tiny microwave, it's mm-hmm. just ready to, it's just going to explode everywhere. And someone's going to end me. up covered in cheese. All right. So theme this week, suntans, sunburns, things that burn your body when there's sun outside. And I actually found a lot of articles for this. Me too. Yeah. Who knew that it was ripe for the peeling? Then why don't you start us off? All right. This is from the Pacific Daily News, Monday, May May 14th, 1964. Dear Abby, I'm a 40-year-old professional man. My wife, who is 42 recently had breast implants because after bearing children, her breasts were not as full and as firm as they once were. We recently attended a convention in the city uh, where the daytime temperature was in the low 80s with brisk winds. I wore a light top coat. After, (laughs) After attending meetings alone one day, I returned to my hotel early in the afternoon and stopped at the bar to have a drink with a colleague. I was surprised to see my wife in a bikini quote-unquote, sunbathing with occasional walks around the outdoor pool, which was in clear view of the bar. She and a well-endowed teenage girl were the only two people at the pool during the, during the 20 to 30 minutes that I was at the bar. The two of them attracted the large crowd of spectators from the bar. Later, I asked if it, if it wasn't a bit chilly to be sunbathing. She became very defensive and accused me of going through a, a little bit of a midlife crisis. Abby, after reflecting on the incident, I honestly believe I would have I would have had the same feeling had I been 25. I haven't mentioned it to her again, but do you think it's possible that that she is is going through a midlife crisis herself? Signed, midlife crisis. Go ahead. I picked this out because there was I picked this out because it's sunbathing. Oh, oh! If I would have picked it out just because he got so detailed. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, what is this? Why is this a novella? Why is this a Stephen King moment? I was wearing Pierre Cardin, and I put on... <laughs> oh, my God. Side note. Um, when we were at Jim's mother's house, and she was going through the closets of her father's, his father saying, you know, we're going to clean out the closets together, and what do we what do we give to Goodwill? Is there anything you guys want? She pulled out some labels that made me piss myself, like Pierre Cardin, Bill Blass, Wrangler, yes. a classic Wrangler button-down denim shirt. I was like, oh, it's like shopping in, in uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s closet in 1981. <laughs> Bill Blass, oh, my God, show me a Liz Claiborne, and I'm in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That and a members-only jacket. And, and you're good to go. I am very good to go. So this is a wonderful picture he's painted of himself. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Maybe that's so why she's, she's naked. Yeah. <laughs> Dear crisis, there may be a crisis, but it has nothing to do with her age or yours. Your wife was proud of her new body and couldn't wait for more appropriate weather to show it off. She should have. Her feelings are understandable, but her timing was bad. Timing? So, so, uh, so I'm guessing I'm guessing there probably should have been a a little heads up before going. Like I can't imagine going on a uh, like any kind of business trip with Marcus for whatever business he'd be on. And I'm just and for the first time I'm like, you know what, I think I think now I'm gonna wear this speedo. I know that you teach children piano, but I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put the speedo on and I'm just gonna hang out by the kiddie pool because why not? And then just walk around by myself in a wet speedo. Nobody likes a nope. banana hammock. Nobody except for France likes a banana I've hammock. Wait, never you- worn one. Don't <laughs> like them. I cannot even imagine. Can you imagine? It sounds like a, it's like it paints itself. He's got his me- white members only jacket on. He's wearing Pierre Cardin cologne. He's sitting there at the bar having like a doers and soda. And he's like, who the hell is that? Oh, that's my wife. Some guy's like, I see her. Those are the biggest tits I've ever seen. And he runs out. Don't forget the pleated you know. khakis and Tom McCann well, shoes. I mean, you're what leaving you out the details. Here? Hey, hey, yeah. what is this, Boogie Nights? Somebody's boning his wife in a driveway and everybody's just gathered around like it's a show? Right. Wow. I like That's a good show. That is, uh, uh, yeah, that's the time to whip it out. Mm-hmm. I could never picture. New a lot of women right now are wearing thong bathing suits. Why is this Ooh, happening who is? here? I, I'm who seeing is? it like on beaches, and I'm see. You know, it's always like the ass that you never want to see. It's like a nude beach. These are the people you never mm-hmm. want to see naked. And yeah, like it's making some sort of weird comeback. And and of all the things that we want to take from Europe, do we want it to be ass? We we don't need a thong here. We don't need this as a trend. But it's happening. But, like I don't I am not I'm going in the other direction now with bathing suits where if we could go vintage like nineteen twenties and I could wear, mm-hmm. you know, knickers and full covered sleeves, maybe a bonnet yeah. over that, you know. Yeah, like a giant. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna look like I'm swimming in Coney Island circa nineteen seventeen. Right. Just like like a beach changing room. You just like yes. what is that? Do I do I change in that? No, that's Aaron. Oh, you know what? Humans have ruined the cabana forever because we we right. couldn't we were not responsible enough with the cabana. Like if those remember when those changing rooms existed, then people got stupid and disgusting, and they started doing the drugs in there, and they started doing sexy sexy time and ridiculous acts. We've given people like a little cavern that they can go away to and now as a result the rest of us people have to pay for that by trying to change into a bathing suit behind an ill-placed towel being held by your lover correct and it's unfair bring back the cabana 2021 the copa cabana now on to another article from the battle creek inquirer in battle creek michigan august 19th 1960 a freedie Hubby's sunburn burns up bride. They're both sore. Dear Ann Landers, I married a wonderful guy. He is 23 and told me when we first started to go together a year ago that he thinks a girl is entitled to a pure groom. 
the same way a fellow is entitled to a pure bride. Well, we had a difficult time keeping our emotions under control, but we managed somehow. We were married a month ago, and he is still pure. This is what happened, and I need some help. Our wedding took place in church at 11 a.m. There was a brief reception afterwards, and we slipped away. We passed a beautiful beach about 100 miles out of town, and Ward said it would be fun to stop there, go swimming, and then spend the night. Well, I couldn't drag him off the beach, and he got himself such a terrific case of sunburn, I had to call the doctor. He's been using the sunburn ever since as an excuse to stay away from me. Ward went back to work a week ago, but he still smears medicine on his sunburn, which is all healed up. What shall I do? I'm too ashamed to tell my folks. Mrs. Miss. Dear Mrs. Miss, now that Bud's sunburn is well, you better tell him to go to work on his mind, which is sick. Your husband needs a doctor to straighten out his warped thinking regarding marital relations. If he refuses to see a doctor and is still smearing medicine on his back by the time you read this letter, I suggest you see your clergyman and your lawyer about an annulment. I mean... Wow. Have you ever used a sunburn as an excuse to get out of sexy, sexy time? No. For a month? For a month. What if he just kept going back out there? (laughs) He's like, I heard about this great park in in Massachusetts that has a metal slide. Let's go down it, Rosalie. (laughs) I, um... I think that there's a bigger question here that she needs to ask. Is my husband a homosexual? Oh, I think you're going to say, should I invest in aloe? Oh, yes, I should. I should. I also liked that right after the wedding, he was like, all right, to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Like, isn't that the first tell that something's not quite right? Well, maybe if he's Mormon. But that also means that he's a homosexual. So either way you cut it, this gay is sunburned. Either way you cut it, she's, she doesn't really have a good friend who has great gaydar. And I think that's very important for females. I'm just saying. Because, I mean, how many times do you, like, especially, like, the young girls who come to Manhattan, I think it's, maybe I said this to you once, when I was um, working at therapy, there was a girl that, you know, came up to the bar and she was with her, her you know, gay best friend or whatever. And they're like, this is awesome. I think you love it here. It's great music. I'm just going to get a vodka soda cranberry. Thank you. And he's like, I'll be right back. I need to go to the bathroom. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll just wait here. He's like, yeah, let's wait here. And she, you know, like, she's like spinning around. She's like, oh, I love it here. Don't you love working here? Don't you love working here? And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, Wait, did I'm this not happen your, at <laughs> therapy? Yes, as I was bartending. I'm like, I am not the babysitter of the like 22-year-old girl from Des Moines. So she's sitting there and she's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like looking at her phone, like periodically, like, like I can only imagine the text like, hey, it's a long line to the bathroom. Like, where are you? Like about an hour later. So I'm like, um, hey, uh, I'm like, do you want another cocktail? She's like, um, I don't know. Like my friend's still in the bathroom. I said, uh-huh. 
said, uh, um, if your friend, your friend's been gone for a while. No, it's no, it's fine. Like he knows like I'm here. I'm like, honey, do yourself a favor. Your friend is not coming back from the bathroom. And she's like, what? I said, he's been gone for an hour in the bathroom <laughs> in a closed stall here. We're kind of like, hello. I said, why don't you go like walk around or meet somebody or something? I said, but he's not, he's like getting, he, honey, he's getting fucked in the bathroom. It's like, like I couldn't like, did you just you stop know, like pussy? I'm like, I just like, I mean, I got fucking customers behind you. You're clogging up the line. Get out of here. Get <laughs> Someone needs that seat. Your friend's getting railed. Welcome to New York. <laughs> Jesus. He's getting a, like a, a flesh draino up the ass. Now, let's go. Move it along. Here's your vodka soda splash of cranberry. It's on the house. Get Stools out of here. Stools are hard to come by, so go. Go. Jesus, go to O'Neill's down the block, for Christ's sake. Go to a straight place. <laughs> Wait, did she not even think... Did, she wasn't dating him, right? Did you get any backstory? No. But she was, like, so dismissive, like, very dim- dismissive of me, of being like, um, are you okay? Do you need anything? And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, because your friend's been gone for a while. And um, and she's like, <laughs> like, what do you know? I'm like, you'd be surprised what I've seen in a night. Oh, my God. Can you tell me the raunchiest, weirdest thing that you've seen in therapy in honor of therapy? Well, so. For people who are listening who don't know, because we have, you know, listeners in Spain. Therapy is sure. a gay bar. It's also a place you go to get your problems worked out. So basically it's the same thing. <laughs> Right. It's one of the best gay bars. Um, it, it, first of all, let me just say, like, therapy, working at therapy was one of the greatest things I've ever done in New York City. It was, really? exactly what I, it was exactly what I thought it would be, and it was exactly what I needed. And um, I met some, like, incredible, like, I just, I've, it was great. It was, like, the longest place that I've worked at in New York City thus far. Um, and I... I also suffer from anxiety. So working at a very crowded bar very much <laughs> tests your brain every time that you're there, which then turns into, you know, that bartender's an asshole, which would be me because I am so anxious that I can't like control myself. Like I just like, I just like pour drinks quickly and get people out. You're, like, you're you know, like, like the perfect New York City bartender then. You're like, I don't have right. time to talk to you. I don't have time for your problems. I make a mean gin and tonic. Now get the fuck out. Right. I have 12 people deep. I need to, like, clear the line here. Like, go, 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 go. So, um, and Which- I'm also, like, I've also was trained in Chicago to, like, not drink when I work because I could get fired. So I never, I never really took shots. I never drank when I, I worked. Also because um, I never wanted my money to be off at the end of the night. So... Um, I was pretty much like, if I was always a dick, you, you knew when I was drinking, if I was drinking, because I was probably having a good time. So I was never really having the greatest time because I was sober the whole time. I've done some minimal bartending here and there. Who's the guy who is married to, oh my God, this is way reach, um, Nicole Kidman's best friend, Naomi Watts. Who was Watt. married to Naomi Watt? Watt, just who one is Watt. One, the fact that her last name is Watt, actually, and not Watts, makes total sense for her performances. Lee, Liam, Ooh. Lee Schreiber. Ooh. There we go. Right. So, um, 
I was bartending at some sort of catering event and leave Schreiber. I'm not a comfortable bartender. Everything about me is sharp and herky-jerky, and I look like the things that are blowing in front of a, a car dealership all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think sure. I make people nervous. I think my body and space is sharp, and it's flailing, and it makes people nervous. I don't move with that kind of bartender confidence. And you, leave Schreiber... What the- well, bartender confidence is like, I know what you need. I know what you want. I know how to make it. I'm going to make it effortless. Mm. I got to say, my Jules has that gift. He'll do the shake, and then he'll slap the side of it, and then the top will pop off, and then there's, you know, mm. confetti and, and, you know, dancing girls, and it's it's a show. Like the Rosie O'Donnell show. Yeah, I could never be in cocktail with um, Tom Cruise. Sure. Though it would be funny if I did, like, just a take on it. So... Um, yeah, I was bartending this event and Lee Schreiber came up and it was so loud and he's such a mumbler and he comes up to me and he's like, <laughs> and I was like, sure thing. Like I didn't want to ask him again that cause I couldn't hear him. And I was like, great. So I poured him a vodka soda or something, gave it back to him. He takes one sip. He's like, no, 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 it's, yeah. And I was like, sure, sorry about that. And then I poured him the wrong drink again. This happened three times because I didn't want to ask Lee Schreiber what he just said. <laughs> he's very intimidating. He's like, he's got a Pete Postlethwaite intimidation about him where I'm like, ooh, I don't want to challenge whatever that is. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep making it up until I piss you off. And I pissed him off. And then Uh-oh. finally he screamed gin and tonic. You haven't lived till leave Schreiber's scream gin and tonic like two feet away from your face. And well, I made him a good gin and tonic, and then I was done. I um, pers- I'm not. I don't get nervous around celebrities when I'm waiting on them. So I waited on Liam Neeson, and talk oh, about intense. And he, like I'm like he kind of approaches you as if there's a bomb somewhere underneath the bar. <laughs> you know, does. so you're like, <laughs> like you're like. Uh, is there, or is it like, I mean, either way, it's over, right? So I'm because like, he's like six foot seven, need. and I've yeah. met him too, and he does, he comes at you with this hunch that says, like, my child has been abducted, and you're like, oh, I just... Okay, <laughs> like, you've, you're talking to the wrong guy, I'm just making drinks, so that's all I got. <laughs> I need a peanut butter not... sandwich. Get it, stat! <laughs> okay, then go get it. I mean, I, don't come to me. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> So he kind of brings that intensity when he was ordering a drink. I'm like, okay. And everyone's like, do you know who you just waited? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course I know. Mariah Carey. Like, I just like, <laughs> you, didn't know his you know, name. he's like, fuck with me. <laughs> like, you fuck with people. Like, oh. that's Liam Neeson. I'm like, I know who it is, you asshole. <laughs> like, you, you didn't seem to really be affected by it. I'm like, what? I'm working. <sighs> Jesus. So I saw Liam Neeson do a show in the West End, and we met him afterwards, and we were brought back to, like, meet Liam Neeson. Now, he had fucked up 50% of the lines in that show because he'd be like, uh, it it was like things that you knew. It's like, uh, to be your line, like, he kept messing it up. And then he came back afterwards and claimed that he saw the ghost of Oscar Wilde in the back of the theater, and that's why he kept messing up. And all, yeah. all of us dorks were like, it's true, it's true. Oscar Wilde's ghost is here, you guys, it's true. What Liam Neeson right. says is true. 
And he's going to yeah, free him. He's going to free him as soon as he gets money from the hostage people. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they find his kid. Once they negotiate a trade. <laughs> Man, fuck off. That's all I have oh. to say. Oh, give all me right. another article. All How right, do we get on from... Liam Neeson from, from Sunburn? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but the intensity of of that order, that drink order, probably gave me some sort of burn. <laughs> the intensity of Liam Neeson's <laughs> drink order is like exposing yourself to the center of the sun. It's kind of just like when you re- like. I don't know if like everyone, like anyone else, would like receive it as if they are part of like the FBI and they have to solve whatever crime has just been committed. But it's like <laughs> it's like I just kind of looked at him like, um, okay, like out. Gin and tonic, great. Got Here you it. go. And he's like, thanks. And it's like, I, it's just, you know, like, <laughs> he's like, gin and tonic, okay. Why are you breathing so hard? Yeah, it's just like, what's in the gin and tonic? Is there something in the gin? Should I tell everybody? Wait, Is there something wait, in the wait, water? Wait, wait, stop, wait. I want it with extra lime. Do you have any cocktail peanuts? I think so. Like, they're right here. Jesus, look around. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> do you have a napkin? Ah, do you have any more of those mini burgers? I think I do. <laughs> They're right here. Why is everything so intense? Just open your eyes. Everything's going to be fine. Chicken nuggets. They're, again, sir, they're they're coming through. I don't know. I'm not part of the kitchen. Do I can you get know, you whatever you need. I need dipping sauces. I need the dipping sauce. <laughs> Options. I need more than one. Sir, can you stop talking into your imaginary microphone in your sleeve? I don't know. Like, who are you talking to? Sir, you're sweating on me. Please. <laughs> Why are you going to grab me by the neck? I'm literally just <laughs> making the drink. I want to tell you something. You're okay, very what is good it? at this. You're very good. Okay, you're very talented. Okay. And also, can I have two olives? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Blue okay. cheese stuff. Okay. Blue Yo, cheese okay, stuff. Yeah, we have... Okay. Blue cheese. Jesus Christ. My Uber is. You turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the whole time. Can you imagine? He's like, fine. Okay. You get the, it. You'd be the perfect match for Liam Neeson. <laughs> I want to see you as a bartender and Liam Neeson ordering for you, but like in different scenarios. So then you'd be like working at a Wendy's or you'd be like. <laughs> I'd have a double cheeseburger, please. Fine. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. No pickles. I'm still here. Okay, I'm still here. I'm just trapped behind this counter, Wait, sir. wait, stop, stop, stop. Do you, do you see Oscar Wilde's ghost right now? No, no. I'll pay you five ninety nine for that. Well, it's six seventy three. That's what it was. That's what it is. I mean, just you have a card. You're Liam Neeson. No, he's always negotiating the money because it's a hostage situation. <laughs> it's printed on the menu. I don't understand what's like. We're not. It says right there six seventy three. There's your total. Yeah, yeah, two for three bucks. I don't understand. All right. I've got four seventy five. Wait, wait. Well, four seventy six. I found a penny. Okay. All right. Take a penny, leave a penny. All right, whatever it is. Just can you just pull on through to the next window? Where's my son? You have my son. I don't. I don't. I don't, but I do have a great deal. 
Five ninety nine <laughs> for a Happy Meal upgraded with a toy. <laughs> You're in luck. There are two apple pies for two dollars today. <laughs> oh, well, that is a good deal. We may not have found your son, but we have found the answer to your hunger. Wait, wait. Two apple pies. Wait, is it is it my son or the apple pies, or or can I have both? Um, well, I don't, I'm only offering the apple pies at the moment. I'll take the apple pies. That's fair. I'll take them. I'm pulling around to the side. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all that, oh, you guys, that's like the first time I've felt better was Liam Neeson in the drive-thru. <laughs> just like taking, just really totally taking the sting out of. Like, you know, those nasty people. So much better. Oh, do you have another article? We're still at articles. Oh, good. Okay, good. We're easing our way through, babe. You know what this is? This is the the Tennessee Williams of episodes. This is the slow-moving fan sitting on your Mm -hmm. veranda, sipping a mint julep, and gently finding your comedy. So give me another oh, article. Okay. Me, let's see where from, this one spins us. All right. June 23rd, 2000. From the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Fort Worth, Texas. Dear Abby, I have a beautiful 20-year-old daughter. She's currently home from college for a break. She spends a great deal of time in our backyard, sunning by the pool and swimming. This is fine, but my concern is that she's doing it in the nude. Now, I am far from a prude, Abby, and do most of my own sunning and swimming in the nude as well. But my concern is that I am recently remarried, and my daughter doesn't bother to cover up when my new husband is home. She seems just as comfortable nude in front of him as she is in front of me. This seems odd, because this is only the third of my fourth time my daughter has met him. I am further conflicted because my husband obviously enjoys looking at my daughter while she's naked. No. She has a great body. My oh, husband has been stop. constantly aroused, and this has been this has been leading to some of the best sex I have ever had. Ew! No, it does <laughs> not! Oh, my God! When I thought we were falling into a rut, all of a sudden, we're making love twice a day. Shut up! I love it. My daughter's home for one more week. I'm not sure whether to say anything to her or not. I'm certainly enjoying the side benefit of her exhibitionism. Should I just enjoy this week knowing that she'll be back at summer school soon? Signed, confused, but enjoying it. Burn the whole family! Burn them! Kill them! That's all! (laughs) So basically, he's fucking her... And thinking, thinking of her, about daughter. her daughter. And thinking about her daughter! Okay, go ahead. Dear Confused, Speak up now. By allowing this to continue, you are playing with dynamite. While your daughter has probably learned the habit of swimming and sunbathing in the nude from you, the fact that she's doing this in front of your new husband, whom she has only recently met, is extremely inappropriate. Consider the future. What if your daughter decides to spend other vacations with you? You won't be able to let your husband out of your sight. And if he surprises you and turns out to be capable of making love three times a day, it could mean the end of your marriage. Barf. 
bar. Right. This is some Cape Fear American beauty. Disgusting shit that's going on. And why is she like, well, as long as I'm, as long as I reap the benefits of this, of him, but like, you know, when he closes his eyes, he's thinking of your daughter. You, you, mm-hmm. you know that. Oh, Liza almost came out on that moment. Got so angry. That is. Oh. No. Not happening. Go to hell. Get a divorce. (laughs) Here's my advice on that. Get a divorce. Be done with it. And what's with your daughter being like, now's the time. Now's the time for me to find myself. Let's drop trow. She's like. Hey mom, so good to see you. Can't wait to take a bath, take a take a dip in the pool. Oh, who's that? Oh, that's your new dad. Hey dad. And he's like, Oh my eyes are up here. Yeah, Ew. completely naked. Now, what's the daughter's issue in all this? Like, why would you as a daughter are you trying to like what are you doing? Is it attention? Well, I mean, she's learned it from her mother, right? Well uh, So like what so like what happens when she's like swimming in one of her you know, like her vajazzled vagina, one of the You're diamonds falls off. I cannot, if I got vajazzled, I guarantee you I'd take a shower and then like the lightning bolt would suddenly become like, like just like a sad check clown. marks. And yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like a Rorschach <laughs> test on my crotch. It's, the story wouldn't end well if I vajazzled. So can you help me find one of my rhinestones? And like, he's like, I can't can maintain I? A, like a manicure. I don't know how people maintain a vajazzle. I Ew. Don't. I don't either. What are you getting from that? What is anybody getting from that? Anybody in this scenario? Well, I know what he's getting. Well, obviously. Like, let's take him off the table because he's a douchebag mammal. No. And look, I'm saying this because now my drug is kicking in. And Sure. Let's get honest. Um, is it a competition thing with the mother? Again, I think it's just a learned behavior. I think it's one of those like freaky. No, that's it's not like a those... learned behavior. But could you it's imagine like one... if my mother got naked and I was like, well, I get naked. This is what I do. We're such a non-naked family that I, d- I can't wrap my brain around being naked in front of anyone else. Well, have you ever like encountered like friends that when they like kiss their family, you're like, um, inappropriate yeah like on the mouth yeah yeah you're like that i think i i need to leave i need yeah. to, and i married into an italian family where it rocks real close to the lip but i i counter that that's you know? different this is like angelina jolie and her brother at the oscars yeah kind like of, we're you sharing know. blood and we're in we're inside each other and yeah yeah we're like are you guys this is my sister, is it? Because it seems like you guys are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that story, and I was like, "This all makes sense. It all makes such yeah, perfect sense." Weird. Okay. All right. Whatever floats your boat. But in this case, like, not whatever floats your boat. Like my pure, the Puritan in me comes out and goes like, "What? What are you? No, no. I'm gonna get my tricorner hat, and I'm gonna judge you right now." So my other question is then, so if they like, they both come home from like shopping or whatever, and they're, they both are at the pool Are they, are you and your mom now naked sunbathing? Together? So you're just looking at your mom's, you're just looking at your mom's vagina. 
while you're sunbathing? Patrick, stop it. <laughs> you know, okay. I know we reference well, like, a lot of so, movies. I know, I'm so what if it was like, like I come to you, I come to your house and it's like you and Moth are in the backyard. <laughs> you're both naked. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want some lemonade? Wow. <laughs> Like, you know, I guess I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go get, maybe Scotch wants to go for a walk with me and I can just pretend I didn't just see that. You know when Medusa looks at you and you turn to stone? That's <laughs> how the story ends for you. But, but like, I want to actually, even thinking about this, is it is it the uh, Find the Minority Report? They take your eyes out. He took his eyes out. I want to do that mm-hmm. right now. That would have to yeah. happen if I saw that. I can't wait for the Moth Report just to ask her. If we right. ever know, okay, let's put a pin in this article and we're going to come back to that because I want to hear her thoughts on a daughter. Like, read the article to her. I'm going to be fascinated. All right, let me finish. Okay. I'll do one mo- my article and then this is the Fremont Tribune, Fremont, Nebraska, November 21st, 1972. Exposure to sun could be harmful, you think? Dear Ann Landers, my girlfriend, age 25, wants a suntan all year round, from May through September, when she bakes herself outdoors. When there is no available sun, she hauls out the sun lamp. This has been going on for at least seven years. Last June, she noticed some red patches on her face and went to the doctor. He told her she had skin cancer from too much sun. He said it was not serious and simple surgery would take care of it, He told her to stay out of the sun for risk of more cancer. Now my friend is very depressed because she hates the way she looks without a suntan. Yesterday she was was back under the sun lamp and says that the lamp is not as bad as the sun. Is she right? Signed, every day is Sunday in Traverse City. That is a long name. Dear Ev, she should ask her doctor. He will tell her that skin cancer patients should not subject themselves to unnecessary ultraviolet rays. Nature's or man-made. There are many newly perfective cosmetics that can give the appearance of a suntan without skin-punishing exposure. I recommend them. And... Um, have you ever gone for a spray tan? I did it once, and it came off on my sheets. I've done it once. And I uh, don't recommend it. I didn't like it. I don't get it. it. It's like either orange or it's not quite right. I'm not a person who looks right with a tan. So to do that, to like spray yourself with a chemical, a color, you're, you're just, you know, you're Rachel Dolezal. That's all you are at the end of the day. And do yourself a favor and watch the documentary. I can't. I won't. I almost got her cameo for you, but I will not give that woman money. In the future, I will only give Mark Summers money for your cameo. Would you still want Paula Dean as a cameo for you if I got her to talk about the ham to the face? I just, I'm curious. Uh, that would be, that would be amazing. Okay, good. But I mean, you know, you know what would have been better? It, like that whole ham thing. If you actually saw like a tooth fly out after being like slammed with that ham, a frozen ham is nothing to fuck with. So that hits you in the face, and it's like a Heisman <laughs> Trophy um, 
football. <laughs> and at that trajectory, that's got to hurt. It's got to take off skin. I'm just saying. Um, do you ever go to like a tanning bed? Have you done that? Yeah. Are you kidding? Like through it's high school? My... Oh, yeah. That was big. It was big, big thing that I did. Regular. Regular thing wow. for me. I had never done it before. But then I, when I was in high school, I was like, all these other girls are doing it and it's prom. So maybe I should do it because I don't have my own brain. And I have a scar in the middle of my chest. So I put a Band-Aid over it. And then mm. I went into a tanning booth and I got like a, a level three burn. Like a crazy, I was not in there that long. I was there for like 10 minutes, got an explosive burn, but I put a band-aid on my chest. So when I ripped the band-aid off, it was like a racing stripe. And then I spent, you know, a long time trying to make that blend with the rest of my skin before I went to the prom with the emo guy. (laughs) Sure. And he didn't really care about that tan. He really didn't. He wanted me to be pasty like all the dead people he had dated before me. You know who I think definitely is listening? Is listening Gail. all the time. Well, she is. So, hi, Gail. <laughs> Your girlfriend, Gail. You love her so much. She gave you so many gifts. She's such a fan of you. <laughs> My friend Betsy called me. She's like, that shout out to me was fantastic. And she's like, and the episode with Gail, she's like, I was right there with you. She, it was like the gift that kept getting, it just like kept giving. It's the it's Russian like, nesting like, doll. It's like Oprah's favorite thing. That's what Gail's episode was. <laughs> I hope that She's we like, can keep giving you those. <laughs> yeah, and then she, it was like, Gail was like, and then I guess started on Charles in Charge. I think it was <laughs> flatline. <laughs> you know, perfect like, strangers, I fucked both of them. Both of yeah. them, not strangers anymore. You'd be like, oh my God, Gail! I was on Silver Spoons. I was the kid on the trolley. Like, I would have, like, died. Oh, wow. What a gift. And you know, there's more video. Oh, oh, I forgot to say in the beginning of all this mess. So I'll, pl- I'm just going to drop this shit in now. If you don't already, please, and you should, good God, we give good content. Uh, follow us on your social media at Dear Pod Official on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Face Place. We're crap at Twitter. And that is my fault. It is me. It's just basically linked to our Instagram. But. Check out all of our episodes, dearpodofficial.com. We have them all logged there. And, of course, email us any advice, questions, things that you need guidance on to dearpodofficial at gmail.com. These are all the things I got out of the way. Oh, oh, and because of Betsy, yes, Betsy, your friend Betsy had a shout-out, and that is because she was our very first Patreon subscriber, and you too, should become a Patreon subscriber. What are you waiting for? It's so cheap. We got a second one coming in, baby. That's amazing. I don't like to brag. So we're going to be giving shouts out to some people as as they, you know, trickle in in this. A, a pandemic. A pandemic is when we started a Patreon. Oh, God, Mark. help us. You know, timing was never my thing. But here we are. So... Uh, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Basically, it's all dearpodofficial, all day, every day. If you're looking for us on anything, that is where you can find us. So, yeah, now that that's out of the way, it's a good Patreon page. You get lots of, um, get lots of extra stuff. 
lots of little fun things, lots of little welcome to us Easter eggs that you will enjoy thoroughly. Thoroughly. Especially when Patty sends me more pictures of his modeling years. You're a very good-looking boy, according to my family. Oh! Oh. Okay, now, speaking of family, it's time to call the person who has the biggest crush on you ever. And it's kind of awkward. She didn't want she didn't want me to tell you, but like, you know, maybe when you come back from the bathroom, you guys will leave together. So oh. just imagine that that my mother's sitting at therapy. She's waiting for you to come back. Okay. She loves you so much. Okay. It's time. It's time for the mock report. Very serious. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like, where she's sitting. Because I'm pretty sure she's not standing. I'm not. I'm not standing right now. Hello? Oh my God, why are you so rough and tumble? What was that? Hello? I was, oh, I was waiting for you to call, and I was so hungry, and I said, I didn't oh. have dinner, so I said, oh, oh, the heck with her, I'm going to go ahead and eat. And of course, my first bite, you called. <laughs> Patty, did you, <laughs> did you hear her first hello by any chance? No. She, uh-uh. she picked up the phone and went, hello. It was so aggressive, <laughs> like she had just been chopping wood. It was... <laughs> It was like nothing no. I've heard from her before, but now she's eating. She's been waiting now to I, eat. Okay, I'm good. It's like 200 degrees outside. I yep. said, I am not cooking tonight. I ran down and got myself a big fat roast beef sub. And I was looking at it and looking at it. I said, I know when I bite it, she's going to call. Sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> you never disappoint. Why? Why? When it's Why? 200 degrees, <laughs> is the first thing you think to grab a roast beef sub? Like a huge, I, I'm so, look, I you don't can't know. see Patty, but I can, and he's disgusted. <laughs> you know I mean, what? why not just take a simple, like, Swedish fish? Something Swedish light. fish, that's the candy, uh, right? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like that you, candy. If, well, but, I mean, if you're going to be talking to someone, why are you going to pull out a hoagie and shove it down your gullet? <laughs> well, I kept waiting. I kept waiting, and nobody called, and nobody called. I said, well, I'm going to take a bite because I'm really hungry. We don't so. call them hoagies in Boston. They are subs, pure and simple. Sub. It's it, like whether you call it a, a sub, a hoagie, or a grinder is a real defining, like how I'm going to judge it the is. relationship. I know. Mm. Well, because if it's hot, isn't that like a grinder? No. Uh, no? Okay. Well, whatever. Am I, wrong? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. You just have. I haven't been out of New England. In the past 50 years, so <laughs> not sure. That's why this pandemic has really caused no ripple in her life at all. I know. Sure. I know. Yeah, because New Hampshire is, 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 is blasé on masks, so I'm good with that. And uh, but mm. Massachusetts is getting a little funny. So I like going to New Hampshire. It's look free or die. Um, this week's theme is sunburn. Sunburn? Have you ever, um, have you ever been in the sun? Have you ever sunbathed in the nude, al fresco? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a negative, Patty. <laughs> okay, all right. I didn't want to scare so, the neighbors. So, so I'm, uh... assuming, I'm assuming then it's safe to say, as we just read this letter of this woman, 
who had a daughter that likes to sunbathe in the nude. Oh. She learned it from her mother. So you, I guess you, that's not something that you pass down to Aaron, sunbathing <laughs> in the nude. Mother, Nor, would you like to answer? Nor Aaron would does you nothing ever in the nude. Can, right. So I'm assuming that I wouldn't ever go out the back patio and encounter nope. you and Aaron sunbathing no, naked but, together. It's funny oh you should mention it. The, the the crazy girl next door, when she was younger, uh, she used to go out to, in a bathing suit into her backyard and spread out a blanket and mm. topless uh, sunbathe. Mm. Lying on her stomach, however, but I found my husband looking out the upstairs window one day. <laughs> I said, what are you waiting for? He's waiting for her to turn over. <laughs> but I've had a few sunburns myself. I got such a sunburn one time because we used to go to the Cape when I was young. And um, I, we, it rained every day. We had this rental and it rained every day. And on Friday, the day before we were coming back, the sun came out. So we ran to the beach and we stayed there all day and sizzled like sausages on the beach. Well, <laughs> it, within a couple of days, I got a blister on my stomach that was, it was like eight inches round. It was, it was like oh. creepy looking. It was, but I, I, I still have scars from that one. That was a good one. But every, you know, we had so much sun that we ended up getting sick. You know, I almost felt, you almost feel feverish when you have a bad sunburn. Yes. Yes. This yeah, is what I, we were talking to, about today, is that if you're yeah, out in the sun well, I mean, for like too that long. Was, that was the thing in those days when I was in high school. We all wanted to go back to school with a big tan, looking like we were like, oh, we were vacationing all summer long, you know. So everybody would get out in the sun and tan, but we'd never use anything like sunscreen. The only thing we had was like copper tone, which is tanning oil. And uh, oil, yeah, it's so, like the canola oil of, of, of sand Tan, sand tan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what what what's going on up there? I said this is the Johnny Depp weather where it's hot but gross. So what are you experiencing up there? Well, we got home and we went over to Allen's house and went swimming, and then we came home here and it was a hundred degrees in the house because we haven't been here for days. Oh. So I said the first thing I wanted get that air conditioner in the window because we don't have central air like some you people You didn't put your air conditioner in? It's July. Well, we, we haven't been home. We have not been home. So there was no need. But now there's a need. And and, uh, and it happens every year. Your father loses so much fluid when he's trying to put it in the window because we always pick the hottest day of the year. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm begging, please put it in. I'll help you. I'll do anything I can, you know? He's very organized. So... <laughs> So it's it's a heavy sucker too, you know. But I said, God, I bet, I bet. Wow, but well, it did. I, glad I, you don't have to beg for it anymore. No, I have to be nice, nice to him. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll. I was gonna say I'll cook him his favorite dinner, but I wasn't cooking tonight, so I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I said maybe I can get the girl next door to, to sunbathe for you. Maybe you can. Hey, listen, she she would. I think she would. Wow. Wow. This may be the most illuminating moth report that I think that we've would you would you agree, Patty? See what happens when I'm hungry? I ramble. And I don't like to do that because I end up saying stupid things. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. It happens every day. You know, this time it's only worse because I'm on the air. I'm good to go.
I'm good to go. I'm good to go. <laughs> That's my Jody Foster from Contest. <laughs> You'll have to watch it now. Every time you see that scene, I want you to think of me. As soon as oh. she said it, oh. I knew what she was talking about. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. <laughs> and then they drop her through a wormhole and she meets her father in like yeah, Miami yeah, Beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this has been the most literally illuminating moth report. There's nudity. Yeah. There's this Jody has been Foster. fun. It's and it's always good talking to you guys. Oh, thank you. She's so energized. <laughs> Would you like to say bye to some people in the room before we let you go to go? Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, bye, go. Patty. Bye. bye, Patty. We love you. Bye, Jim. Bye. Love oh. you too, man. And Erin. I'm okay to go. Okay. I'm Take okay it away. To go. I'm okay to go. I, I'm okay to go. I'm okay to go. Okay. Okay. She's, she's okay to go. It's okay she's, to go. It's okay. You to can go. go now. Go. Go. <laughs> you know, the best part is, is that like it's like a doll where you pull the trigger on the back of the doll to speak to you, except it's mm-hmm. like a Chucky doll, so it's taken over by some sort of different force, and right. it, it keeps going. And then you're like, but I took the tape out. And then you look at her back and you're like, oh, there's no tape. Right. Right. But whatever your dad was doing was really heavy. (laughs) (laughs) She was just like, she she didn't even know. It's too heavy and I'm hot. And honestly. Liquids everywhere. That you could break that whole transcript down and do that as a monologue and animate it. Mm Mm-hmm. With porn. A hundred percent. And that's my family. That's my family. Um, So all of this talk of sunburns and all that rot, we got a couple of uh, Instagram questions regarding the issues revolving around the burns, which, uh, I don't know, you can't speak to it because you tan, but I have some some opinions on burning your skin. So what do you say? Is it time? It's Time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Those questions. I'm okay to go. And we'll give you some answers. I'm okay to go. Your mom's pulling something heavy and loose. And my father's putting it in the hole because she needs some help with it. Instagram. Instagram. Look, I've had a Xanax and half of a drink, and I am ready to answer an Instagram mail question this week. So, as always, if you have a question, uh, find us on the Instagrams at DearPodOfficial. You can DM us, but we do also put out there in our stories every week that we put up questions, Gabby. Questions. I was standing six feet away from a girl the other day who had... um, a backpack on that said international cheerleader and then it had her name etched on it and it said gabby and i got really excited it wasn't spelled the same way but i was like i really screamed i was like gabby you gotta check your instagram and make sure you update your instagram today gabby this is christ gabby jesus christ i mean your father's putting stuff in holes with jody foster Okay, if I don't love you, then I'm going to send you to live with Liam Neeson. And he doesn't take good care of his kids because they're always missing. (laughs) So, 
This week, as all weeks, we've got some Instagram mail, but this one is themed for our theme this week. So here is the question. When a sunburn starts to peel, should you leave it alone or peel it? Signed, coming off in sheets. Dear Sheets, any dermatologist will tell you to exfoliate, moisturize, and leave it be. But I am not a dermatologist. I am, however, Irish and English, which means my paper-thin, translucent sea monkey family is used to first-degree sunburns that result in shedding skin that would make a rattlesnake jealous. So, what do you do when your skin comes off in sheets? A skin-peeling party! Why, I remember the good old days when Granddad would come home after our beach vacation and the kids would gather around and peel him while he laid face down on the floor asleep. We would peel and tell stories, relive our favorite vacation moments while we all grabbed some skin. There would be laughter and merriment as we all competed to see who would peel the longest piece. Sometimes Mother would grab a pint glass of Martini Rossi Asti Spumante over ice and joining the fun. Why, those skin peeling parties are some of my most cherished family memories. If finding family connections over peeling skin is not your thing, then yes, by all means, leave it be. Get a nice sugar scrub in the shower and some Palmer's cocoa butter, and your skin will be back to normal in no time. But hey, don't knock a peeling party before you try it. Grab some Carlo Rossi white Zinfandel and some Triscuits and enjoy the quality time. Happy peeling. Bam! Wow. Okay, so that's, that's where you stand. That's where I stand on the peeling. So when a bad sunburn starts to peel, do you leave it alone or do you peel it? You leave it. It's disgusting. That's, there, that's it. Well, you literally no, leave Abby, it. If it were on you, would you leave it or would you pee? Would you like pick it? Just come on, be honest. For a for a sunburn, I think I'd leave it. This is no. what Abby says. Okay. Abby says, "Dear sheet, leave that sheet alone. <laughs> Lube it up and let it do its thing. Let your skin let your skin heal." This isn't the time to start pulling on your skin like the guy in Poltergeist after eating a chicken leg. Let it, let it be skin and let it heal. Happy. It's very direct. It's very, you remember that scene in Poltergeist where he has the chicken leg and then all of a sudden he's peeling on his face and then he just pulls a little skin and the next thing you know, he's a skeleton. Oh yeah, it looked like probably, me after I went to Turks and Caicos. Correct. So the thing is like once you start pulling on your skin and then you're like pulling at it, then you get to the one part where you're like, you're going to start scabbing your skin. You don't want that. Okay, so it right almost makes it look stab. worse. Okay. I wouldn't stab anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't stab and drag, but I'm not far off no, of I that don't, guy. I don't mean, I mean, I don't say stab. I mean, scab. So you're going to start pulling at the part where it's like you're going to bleed and then it scabs and then you've got a scar. That's what I tell you not to do it. Oh. Jesus Christ, Sharon. I have trouble following directions. I only recently started using cocoa butter and I had a sunburn and I put the cocoa butter on my sunburn and I was like, I smell like a scone. It's so delicious. 
it's not giving me inspiration to stop getting burned. In fact, it's fueling the burn. Because if I can spend the better part of a day smelling like a cake, I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. Okay, Liam. Okay. Okay. Do you have any cake? Yeah, it's right there on the table. Okay. Have the groom and the bride cut it yet? <laughs> Am I it's in like a walk, mitzvah? He walks into his CVS. I need band-aids. Okay, they're really, they're just, it says it, it's an aisle seven. Do you have AAA batteries? Do you need something? Yes, Does someone have to help you with? Yes. Sorry, I can't hear you. I can't hear I can't hear you. I need a six foot roast beef <laughs> sub sandwich. I, I don't care if you call it a grinder, I don't care. <laughs> what are pepperoncinis? What are they? Are they gonna hurt? Are they spicy? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is the best part of this night for me. Just he, meeting him, honestly, look, 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 should I introduce specialty cocktail or wait, wait yeah. till you're done? Oh, okay. Oh, I oh. guess. Oh. We've, oh. we've arrived. We've arrived gently. Um, much like Jodie Foster arrived after she was shot through the space-time continuum, she was delivered on a beach, a relaxing beach, and she was sort of asleep right before she met her father. And I would basically say that that is the inspiration behind our specialty cocktails. I'm okay to go. I'm okay to go because I'm Jodie Foster and I'm okay to go. I want to taste Jodie Foster in a drink. Make me travel through time just to land in Miami, Jodie Foster. <laughs> if Jodie Foster what were drinking, it would be like fuck. salty. It would be real salty. So... This week's drink, in honor of our theme of the sunburns, the suntans, etc., is called A Day at the Beach. Discovered in life Ooh. because James Jules Ferris has a sister who drank beachy cocktails throughout the 1980s. Trust. Now listen to this one. It's got four ounces orange juice, one half ounce amaretto, one ounce coconut rum, Love it. Mm. One half ounce grenadine. Now you're going to shake as you hear behind me. Shake the OJ, yeah. the amaretto, and rum in a cocktail shaker with ice. Strain it into a rocks glass and float grenadine on top. Garnish with an orange or pineapple slice and a cherry. These are the standard things that you got to have in a, in a tropical cocktail. So here's some tasting notes. Remember when we could go to beaches? Remember when that was a thing? We think it's time to grab your bag. Pack your SPF 30, the paperback copy of the notebook, those busted flip-flops, that lounge chair that you've had since high school, sandwich bags and pretzel rods, peaches and chicken salad sandwiches, and a thermos full of today's specialty cocktail. Get into your crappy Corolla or Dodge something, or in my case, Geo Prism, and just drive to the nearest place with sand and sunshine. This drink is just about nostalgia. Lay down. Smell the dead fish from the ocean. Listen to the parents screaming at their kids. 
Watch and laugh as those old men are still walking around this sand with the metal detectors. Oh, remember those? And feel the hot sun already starting to burn you, your bald spot. Lower your mask. Lower your mask for a second. Take a sip and smile. Ladies and gents, you're having a day at the beach. In 2020, don't get near me. Stop building sandcastles, you dick. Covered in Corona. Have you been to the beach at all during any of this? Have you like walked on a beachfront? What? I know. It seems so foreign to us, but I will say I did it. I did not hang out. I literally just walked on a beach, looked at the ocean, and then walked away, which is kind of how I live my life anyway. So here we are. Sure. Check this out. That's a day at the beach. Look at how pretty she is. Yeah. Look at, she glows from the bottom like me. And she's got a maraschino cherry just dangling in the top as all good beach Maraschino, Gabby. Gabby, have you updated your Instagram and put a maraschino cherry on it? Because if you haven't, then you just gotta get on it. (laughs) So here's to you, a day at the beach. Does it taste like suntan? Does it smell like suntan lotion? Oh my God. Patty, it? it literally tastes like suntan lotion. Remember Band de Soleil? Yes. Band de Soleil for that central pain. This is Band de Soleil. We should have just called it that, the Band de Soleil. Oh, that would have been. The alarms are ringing because this cocktail ah. is delightful. Nice. If you could well liquefy Bandesolet and put it in a glass, which, by the way, I, I must well, have been... Isn't it already liquefied? Well, it's different. It's a gel, and I know it's a gel because when I was a kid, I was brought to the beach with my Aunt Rita, who slathered herself in level 5, 5 SPF Bandesolet. She tanned very well. She was very good at, like, like a Birkin bag by August. Gorgeous tan. And she would put on her band of soleil. Went to great lengths to do this. But I was a kid, and I didn't mean to do it, and I was a jackass. I was next to her, and I decided at that moment to shake out my beach towel. So right next to Rita, I shook out my beach towel. And all of the sand clung to her. And she looked like, you know, the statue of David all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. She was covered in sand and band of soleil. She was Sanda Soleil for that Saint-Tropez tan. <laughs> yeah, Sanda Soleil. Mm. I really, really recommend before the end of summer, everybody having a day at the beach because, not an actual day at the beach because we don't want people near us. But if you do go there and you <laughs> cover yourself in like some bubble wrap, that's fine. If you don't want to go there, go in your backyard, make this cocktail, and it's like drinking my aunt's band of soleil. So if you're sunbathing nude with your mom. As we all cocktail. do. As we all do. Band of soleil for that saint incest. Did I, did I quiet the room? <laughs>